Monday. Welcome to the Stephen Knight Show. Hope you're having a great one. We're going to try to make it better for you. As always, we're back with the latest in hot topics, sports, fashion, movie views, and the best enemies out there. Plus, we welcome the very talented Joy Starr. She has the acoustic version of her new single, Love Story. It's out now. Check it out on YouTube. Uh, but she'll be talking about her career and what's to come. Then in Hot Topics, we're breaking down everything everyone's talking about. Uh, you heard about the uh, the correction officer who allegedly has helped a prisoner on death row escape. They're at large now. We're going to talk about that. Uh, and then, excuse me, 50 Cent is, 50 Cent, he is uh, trolling Tara Marie for his $50,000. She owes him. He wants his money and he gave her a new due date. And then we're going to talk about BBL surgeries. A young lady, Shakari Terry, who was a mother of two, of a two-year-old, um, she traveled to Dominican Republic to have BBL surgery and unfortunately did not survive. So we're going to talk about that. Lania has some passionate words about that as well. And then find out about a couple or well, roommates that went out of town um, for a week-long vacation and came back and two squatters were in their apartment refusing to leave. We'll break about all that. Remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Of course, our official website, thestephenknightshow.com. If you'd rather watch us, go to our YouTube channel, The Stephen Knight Show. When we come back, question of the day and hot topics right back after this. Yeah, yo, yo. Uh, uh, Let's go. Uh, uh. From the school of hot knocks, but it threw me jewels yeah. Ain't for nothing, I'll devour what's consuming you So when I rhyme, people tell me how it's beautiful I kill the game and show a flowers to the funeral Suitable, my name's heavy, it holds weight Murder, murder, my aim steady, a cold case The fame's deadly, it ain't get me like OJ Look at y'all, still stuck in your old ways Won't change, head nodding, I headshot him Cause I got you sitting on hold when death's calling Wish it was, more money and less problems So every day, pick and choose your best option Watch this, can't really touch my pen I black out and then ask you where the sunlight's been and they say it's saying I ain't really cut like them Hate to say they love me, but they fucking love my shit Let's go! Stand up! All my real people stand up See me on another level that they can't touch And one, all of y'all put your hands up Put your hands up, fucking put your hands up Stand up! All my real people stand up See me on another level that they can't touch And one, all of y'all put your hands up Put your hands up, fucking put your hands up no, I came from barely living, but I made it though Always talking loud, what they really saying though Devil tried, but this music really saved my soul Now I'm known across the country and in craving Stone changing tone, I ain't into talking to humans Paint pictures with my lyrics, they be drawing conclusions Yo, they ain't what they rap about, it's all an illusion Ain't a part of what they doing, I don't follow a movement Nah, I'm good money, homie, fuck, I need your credit for Do the devil's work, fuck with me, I settle scores This has always been mine, cause it was never yours So in reality, this is what they bred me for Stand up, all my real people stand up See me on another level that they can't touch And one, all of y'all put your hands up Put your hands up, fucking put your hands up 
hands up, stand up. All my real people stand up. See, we on another level that they can't touch. And what? Ali, all put your hands up. Put your hands up. Fucking put your hands up.
Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Hope you're having a great Monday. Thank you for joining us. Listen, we'll remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, our official website, thestephennightshow.com. We can buy our merch or learn more about our team, our final things we have going on. Now, Chike is out today. Nair's still dealing with baby. You know, he's, he's a new father, uh, but Adam has stepped in for us tonight uh, for Hot Topics. Thank you, Adam, for that. No problem. Um, but yes, definitely check us out on our social media. Now, Monday is uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. And this has come up because, you know, um, country great Naomi Judd, um, she passed away unexpectedly over the weekend, um, day before she's being inducted into the country um, hall of fame, country music hall of fame. And her family released a statement saying she died due to the illness of mental illness. So people are thinking mm -hmm. she may have um, taken away, but she had, but she had uh, wrote a biography, autobiography and um, it came out in 2016 where she talked about struggling with um, depression and you know, her mental health. So make sure you're checking on your friends, checking on yourself. I have a therapist. I see, I just got a notification today that my appointment is Wednesday. Um, I see, I go to the gym to work out my physical body. So I wanna have something for my mental. So make sure you take care of yourself. All right, and, and make sure you rest in peace. Make sure you rest in peace. All right, so question of the day. I'll start with you, Lania. What's a goal you want to hit this week? Um, I don't know if I should be talking about it on the air, but you know what? It is what it is. I actually already hit it. Um, <laughs> I wrote a letter. It's, okay. I mean, the draft version, but I wrote a letter uh, in regards to getting the pay increase at my job. Mm. So I wrote the letter today. My financial advisor is looking over it to make sure everything is copacetic, that I'm not cussing, that I'm yeah. not, um, you know, going off, that I'm not emotional yeah. <laughs> in my request. So right. I actually, because I, I said that I would get it to him by the end of the week and I did it today um, and got it done. So that's the first draft. So we'll see yeah. Yeah. Uh, what his response is. Yeah. Well, listen, you never know what you ask, so I definitely hope you They're going to find out if they don't. <laughs> yeah, good luck. That's awesome. What about you, Adam? Uh, so I'm, I'm a little more on, uh, I had a, a goal that's kind of rolled over into this week. And so, uh, Stephen, you probably saw on my Instagram, and this, I meant to mention it last week, but I made a little silent film, like a little parody, like a Charlie Chaplin style Um film where like I don't know if anyone else has trouble folding fitted sheets but I definitely do yes. so it was just my struggle with that and it's a little quick little you know silent film black and white style and I wanted to make another one and I was going to make one last week uh and that's rolled over to this week so my goal is to to kind of actually get around to doing that so mm -hmm. hopefully I can get it done uh you see when you know with creative stuff it's kind of like you you just have to find that right time to really get in the mood to get it done Absolutely. so uh, yeah, that'll be my goal for this week. Get I'm, a pro at that. I'm a pro at that, Adam. I am a pro at folding fitted sheets. I'm amazing right. at doing that. Yeah, you know, my wife's like, I never had any troubles. I don't know how you struggle. And I I just, you know, I'm just a simple person. Just give me the four yeah. corners to choo choo. And if All I right. can't, if those corners don't exist, then my brain shuts down. So <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> my goal is to have finally a five day gym uh, workout week. <laughs> Because it seemed like I go the last two weeks, I've made it Monday. And then I was feeling better Friday. So I got dressed, 
I was doing the, something clothes on myself, got dressed, couldn't get my shoe on my foot. <laughs> it was too How many days a week do you go, Stephen? Like, what I usually normal? go 45. 45. Really? Yeah. And that, like, now is that a mixture? Like, it's like between Sunday to Sunday, or is that between Monday to Friday? Monday to Friday. I take the weekends okay. off. And actually, okay. lately I've been going more than uh, um, five days because I, I go two a days, at least two days a week, like just extra right. cardio. I miss it. Like I miss it. I used to be crazy about it. So you know what? I'm gonna put that back on my list on mm -hmm. how to get back into my workout, my workout routine. Just getting remotivated. Yeah. yeah. You should have Stephen call you at seven in the morning or six in the morning whenever he does his routine. I'm already at work by seven, Adam. Oh wow. I'm okay. At work by seven. So if you're trying to wake me up before then, uh uh. uh. <laughs> okay. Good to know. I get to five The days I go in the office. So yeah. I, and I never thought I would be that person to get up and go to the gym before work. Now I, I love it. Anyway, so tweet us a whole list of what's your goal uh, you want to hit this week. And let's hit our goals, y'all. Let's hit our goals. All right. Have y'all heard about this story, this uh, correction officer in Alabama? So her name is Vicki White, and she was deemed an exemplary employee. You know, she um, had worked as the assistant commissioner or consistent, make sure I have the right title. She had been in, in her role, here we go, here we go, sorry. Um, the assistant director of the corrections facility. Um, she had been there 17 years. She had filed paperwork um, last Thursday to um, you know, retire. Last day supposed to be that Friday. Or she, well, she had already filed paperwork to, to retire. Last day supposed to be Friday. And there is this inmate that was in jail named Casey White. Now they have the same last name, but they're not related. Um, he's, uh, 38 and she's older. Um, anyway, so she filed paperwork to have him, um, you know, released to her. Uh, so he had a mental health check-in at the courthouse and they left out that morning and he was shackled in handcuffs. And by 3.30 that night, they realized they never came back. So turns out there was no appointment. And at first they're thinking, this is Vicky she must have been coerced or, you know, overpowered or whatever the case may be, but they're still at large. And now they have a $10,000 award reward um, for information leading to her arrest. Now the guy that she uh, helped escape allegedly, uh, Casey White, he, um, he was on trial for murder. Well, he was on, he was in being sentenced for murder. He was on like 70 some years in jail for killing this woman. Um, that he he um, did it in 2015. And he was found guilty. She was 58 years old, a mother. He stabbed her in 2015. Mm. They're at large, and um, they her mother did an interview recently, and she said this just isn't Vicky. Vicky's never. I don't think she's ever had a speeding ticket. Like she always did everything by the book, and she said I never heard about this man. She never mentioned the man to me. Um, it just doesn't sound like something she would do. And um, but they're saying this man, he's six nine. 260 pounds, so he's not, can't hide that, that much. But um, what do you think about this story, Adam? It's, it's, there's a lot of interesting parts, uh, and I am sure a Netflix series will explain this yes. better than I will in the next, like, two months when they get it uh -huh. all resolved. But at the moment, I, at first I thought, so I bounced around, I thought that maybe he overpowered her took her but then you see more details of like there wasn't a scheduled meeting on the books 
that they were supposed to go to the Samantha Hall screening. So what happened there? So were they in cahoots? I'm currently leaning towards that. I will say the other option is maybe she was set up by someone else in the sheriff's office where they said she has to go to this meeting for the mental health, but there wasn't one. And somehow the, the convict and someone else set this up as a perfect timing to get her out of the picture and uh, free him. So uh, yeah, I don't know what to think. It's, it's definitely an interesting case uh, and it it's, it's making all the news. So it's definitely something of intrigue, but yeah, I, I have a feeling in the end, I bet there was some involvement between them too. Well, they, 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 so far during investigation, they don't see where they had any type of relationship um, outside of the jail. Like they didn't know each other or they weren't messing around in jail from what they can tell, but this was kind of crazy. Lydia, what's your thoughts? You know, got some of that jail penis and went crazy. <laughs> I mean, you know, she had just like turned in her retirement papers like right before this. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, listen, uh, COs and stuff, they they get caught up with inmates all the time. Like yeah. it was just a situation where uh, um, a transgender, transgender inmate who was put into a women's facility has impregnated half the women in the facility. Yeah. 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 But she shouldn't have been there to begin with. You know, mm -hmm. you understand what I'm saying? Like that, that's what happens when because he, he didn't he didn't get his gender reassignment. Like he may consider himself a female, oh. but he had if you got people pregnant, you still got your peen. That's true. Yeah. And that's a problem in a jail full of women. Just mm -hmm. like if you put a woman in a men's facility, she ain't gonna make it. No. So, you know what I mean? Like, I, for me, you know how you know how I am, Stephen. I don't always defer to right. the woman as a victim yeah. um, instantly. I don't always defer to that. Um, but we'll see. And like Adam said, might be a Netflix thing. Right. That's she definitely. Looked, she looked like the tiger lady to me, but okay. <laughs> yes. I mean, my thing is, if she did, if she is in cahoots with this inmate, why wait till you're almost retired, you're in your career, you know, in terms of your first career and you can go into your, your golden years. Because this is probably this. fire for her. She's never had any kind of fire in her life. And this was yeah. excitement. Like, that's why people mess with these. Like, when you get involved with an image, they be, they be talking. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and she probably ain't never had anybody talk to her in any kind mm -hmm. of way. Steve, you got to see her picture. Do you understand why I'm saying this? And <laughs> she probably <laughs> She probably was was tingling on the inside and she saw this tall, jolly green giant. And you know, you never know, you know, what was said, but you know, they they could talk a good game when they behind them bars. Yeah, yeah. There's probably a term, you know, there's that like Florence Nightingale syndrome, I think it's called, where the mm -hmm. nurse falls in love with. So there has to be probably a term for that too. But yep. yeah, it, it happens often. Yep. Yeah, Jailbait. I can't wait to see how this turns out. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> Um, throughout the years, um, sorry, although, 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 excuse me, years have passed since the initial court settlement was reached, 50 Cent and Tierra Marie are still at odds due to the money she owes him. And he just headed to social media to remind her she needs to pay up. All right, so taken to Instagram, 50 Cent uh, once again called out Tierra Marie about his money, including giving her a very tight de new deadline. If you've been keeping up, 
uh, you know, that 50 Cent has been relentless in his quest to get the money Tierra Marie owes him, despite her making it clear that she ain't got it. Uh, he claims that she is not financially, she, her claims that she's not financially um, able to pay him $50,000 she owes him means nothing. As he continues to remind her every chance he gets, she better cut the check. In an attempt to remind her that the clock is ticking for his payment, 50 Cent posted the following message to Tierra on Instagram. Young lady, you're gonna learn to have respect for the legal system, whether you like it or not. Where is your friend Lisa Bloom now? You know, that's the attorney. Um, she ran away and left you, shaking my head. You know, you done effed up, right? I want my money by Monday. Now, Fitness said don't need his money, but he loves uh, trolling people on, on Instagram. Linnea, is he a bully or does he need his money? Listen, I'm still an actor at the end of the day and he got shows. I'm trying to get on the show. So I ain't really going to say what I want to say until after I get on the show and I don't owe that man no money. Right. But she need to pay up 50. I'm looking for a job or one of them shows you got. Uh-huh. And the good shows. <laughs> the good shows. And we think about this probably taunting her. Is he just being a bully or is he just being 50? Uh, I think, I think a little bit of both. I, you know, I don't know how long legal things take, but yeah, I mean, he did bring up a point, you know, can't avoid the law and it's the legal thing to do. So I'm not sure why that part's taking so long. And I don't know exactly how all that stuff works. Uh, but I think he wants to keep it in the conversation because, you know, if you don't keep it in the conversation, people forget uh, mm -hmm. and then people get away with things. So you got to keep it going. And I mean, he didn't need to, but like you said, this is what he enjoys to do on Instagram. So he'll do it. I remember he was on uh, The View a few years ago, maybe two years ago. You know, he was relentless after Wendy Williams online as well. And they asked him about, um, you know, why does he do that? He said, because it's fun. <laughs> that man. I think I'd get along with this guy, yeah. Right, you would. You would. <laughs> well, listen, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. Find out why Juneteenth uh, event got canceled in Little Rock. And... Uh, uh, Lania, I want to talk about this uh, woman has passed away after flying to D Dominican Republic uh, for BBL surgery. All right, I got this. Dre shit. Yeah, just that soulful shit I be talking about, bro. Facts. P.A. Dre, what up? Let's get to it. Look. I'm out west, yelling Jersey like I'm close to home. Was on the block like Moses, this ain't Post Malone. We quoting poems that we never had to plagiarize. Step into Goliath till I bring him down to David's size. A shaking fries, a complimented if you talking beef. Penny per thought is even less when your talk is cheap. These subtleties are befuddled. Nigga, walk with me. Even when I got the pen sealed, they won't sharpen me. They telling tales like these shits are really cautionary. The flow water, but really. I'll be off you fairies, nothing's arbitrary I put that on my mama's soul I'm a man before my sisters play my mama's role And I'm the cold, so don't stress where that diamond is Watching me maneuver like I'm a strong with the Heimlich is King of my city if you ask, but they saying them The man trying to give me the keys that I gave to him I played it with and told me I'm talking honest Plus I got a few bucks like I'm middle ten and Giannis 
the rope was turbulent. I know to be a little bumpy. I ain't Johnson, but this rap shit got me living comfy. I get it monthly, like what you in the sentence with? Rap niggas is goofy. They always on some friendly shit. But turn your back and like honor, yeah, they been a dick. Fuck them though, let's appreciate this penmanship. Let's appreciate this penmanship. Hey yo, hey yo, one time for all of the soldiers who never folded and did what they were supposed to do. It's only a chosen few that I can show devotion to. It's hard not getting emotional, cause you stayed solid despite everything you was going through. Was the definition to show and prove. Can't believe you're gone, but I know it's true. So I sing your song in the vocal booth. I wanna be close to you, so I pour out some liquor in the cracks of the concrete where the roses bloom. You was my ace since the playground. Dreamt of running this rap shit, giving the industry a shakedown. Standing at your grave mound, feeling guilty cause shit's starting to shake now. This ain't at all I was supposed to play out. Just know your memory is well protected. Really aggressive, but when it comes to the similes, I'm well respected. Pouring my soul through a pencil tip. If you listening, then I hope you appreciating the penmanship. Yeah. My soul through a pencil tip. If you listening, then I hope you appreciating the penmanship. PC with up. Let's appreciate this penmanship. I just capto, yeah. I just capto Rolly, saw it on my Rollies. No, it's sipping Molly. Why you sipping Starly? Rally Capo Ollie. I am such an OG. Someone call the police. Cause no one can hold me. Baby, getting mad though. Cause I'm getting mad though. Hating on my cash flow. Such an asshole No, I'm just a OG Oh, I'm just a OG No, I'm just a OG Yeah, I'm just a OG OG, OG OG in a Ghana OG switching lines though OG with the range room OG with the sign rooms I got my city in check though They know I'm the man, I'm the best show They seeing me shine, they seeing me grind They seeing me bag all the best hoes I'm after the money, don't let go I swim in the paper, no show. I chill with your chick, I just fucked your bitch I'm kidding, these niggas no death note I am a savage Had to cut off all the baggage Keep the bread under the mattress OG shit, we living lavish OG, 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 O
OG got money for days, yeah. OG be riding the wave, yeah. OG till I hit the grave, yeah. I'm sipping on 40s, probably roll a block cause a nigga need more tree. I just copped a Raleigh, 24k cause one too lonely. I flex, they hate, yeah. They broke, I came, yeah. Cause they know I got my door. Now they wanna get my door. I just bought me my condo. This shit cussing on yo. This is everyday shit though. You should go and see my car, no. The Raleigh, suck that on my Wallies. No, it's on my Wallie. Why you sipping Starly? Rally copper Ollie. I am such a OG. Someone call the police. Cause no one can hold me. Maybe get mad though. Cause I'm getting mad though. Hating on my cash flow. I am such a Get on my worries, no it's sipping Molly. Why you sipping Starly? Rally copper Ollie. I am such a OG. Someone call the police, cause no one can hold me. Maybe getting mad though, cause I'm getting mad though. Hating on my cash flow, I am such an asshole. No, I'm just a OG. Oh, I'm just a OG. No, I'm just a OG. Yeah, I'm just a OG. OG, OG. Hey, this is Joy Star, and you're listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Again, we're all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, our official website, thestephennightshow.com. If you'd rather watch us, go to our YouTube channel, The Stephen Knight Show. Please comment, like, and subscribe. All right, so it says it needs to be done right when it comes to any Juneteenth-related event. Now, you know, during the pandemic, Juneteenth, you know, a lot of people didn't know what Juneteenth was, but it you know, a lot of people were, were taught during the uh, race reckoning and everything. Unfortunately for one group, the organizers in Little Rock, Arkansas have faced backlash on social media. I want some leaked flyer for their Juneteenth Soul Food Festival and market uh, circulated online last Tuesday. According to Arkansas Times, due to the lack of African-American representation, people didn't approve of the upcoming event, which led to the festival being canceled. One of the event organizers, Muskie Harris, a Black former uh, Razorback football player, said that he's canceling the festival because of its instantaneous uproar. He said, I got a rope around my neck and I'm tarred with feathers over an event that's already, that's already dead. Uh, Musk uh, says that the flyer, which showed three white people, Rex Nixon, Heather Baker, and David Basil, wasn't the final image. He said, this image this leak image was uh, just proof that not, not the final version. Uh, Unity was supposed to be the theme of the event. I just got, it got perceived in the wrong way. And my sponsors said to leave it alone. It's dead, it's dried up. And a lot of sponsors did start backing out um, of, the, of the event and um, citing that 
you know, no, we're not part of this. We're, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. They want to keep their name. The Urban League of the State of Arkansas, they were one of the uh, organizations who stepped out as well. And um, the Arkansas Juneteenth Unity Foundation just as itself as well. What were these people thinking? Uh, when I saw the flyer, I saw it. That's saw maybe last week and everybody was saying, is this real? <laughs> is this real? <laughs> First of all, that's why they said they don't have representation. It's important to have representation because someone would be in the room like, uh. <laughs> uh, first of all, I'm mad that his name is Musky. <laughs> Second of all, I just looked at his picture. Third of all, it's Arkansas. Why are we surprised? Um, I, I why is there a constant thing of not um, proofing your stuff. Why is it a constant thing of not checking in your stuff? Because it was leaked because somebody felt that it wasn't right. Yeah. <laughs> because obviously, you know, I'm gonna have to leak this because somebody leaked it because they felt it wasn't right, but they weren't in a position to say anything. So that's why it was probably leaked. And I saw a headline just now that said, potato salad with raisins, festival <laughs> canceled. Listen, <laughs> I don't understand why do we always have to have these conversations when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. Juneteenth, you know, I, Juneteenth has been, has been embedded in me since I was a kid because it's also my birthday. Mm-hmm. So that's why I know about Juneteenth because it's also my birthday. I share my birthday with Juneteenth. So mm-hmm. I've known about this since I was younger. My African dance teacher, you know, taught us about it. You know, I grew up with it. So I've always known. Everybody right. else is just catching up. Right. I've always celebrated Juneteenth mm-hmm. every year. Everybody else is just catching up. But this right here, Never mind. I ain't gonna say what I was. Adam, you go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. <laughs> Adam, well, <laughs> I agree with Linnea. People leak things for a reason, and yeah. obviously, someone knew this was wrong. Uh, and the way that Muskie is trying to cover it up by saying it's a proof and not the final version, but this should have never even been a proof. Uh, he he knew what was going on, and I mean, of course, I can come up with some theories, but maybe he, maybe maybe they were going to make two versions: one flyer to go to one audience, and one flyer to go to another audience. And someone figured that out, and they leaked it, and he got caught. And I'm glad, you know, a, a, you know, good outcome. Everyone backed out. They don't want to get involved with this. This was a bad idea. Um, but yeah, it's crazy that people still think this way and still try to get away with it, right? Yeah. Uh, it's yeah i mean and yeah it the location is a, definitely a big factor but these things can happen anywhere so it's yeah you, you know thanks thank the leaker always be vigilant you know always kind of if you see something say something like they say on the uh, metro but yeah though this this shouldn't be happening I knew it smelled mm. funny because of his name, Musky. Musky, <laughs> old Musky. Yeah, and, oh man, I don't know. You know, football <laughs> players have their own problems, especially with brain damage and oh all God. that stuff. But this might be a case of that too. But like, yeah, this is this is wild. 
Yeah, I, mean, I saw it. I'm thinking, it, I, I said, this must be fake. This must be fake, but apparently it's not. And I don't know if you're going to share the image on the YouTube or Instagram, but yes, people got to see the flyer. I see the fly. I went to the website uh, mm -hmm. that Stephen shared, and I see the. I want to see, the see it. I need to see the flyer. I'll send it to you. Send it to me. I need to see. You it. will. Yeah, you'll get a kick out of it. Mm, 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 mm. Well, we, we want to talk about. Um, Lenny, I know you wanted to mention talk about this. Um, this young lady, Shakara Terry, um, she was described as a loving mother to her two-year-old and a proud owner of the many um, many blessings in Paradise Daycare on the east side of Indianapolis but with her um, twin sister. Her twin sister, I'm sorry, referred to her as those things. Um, but unfortunately, 31-year-old, she traveled um, to, from Indiana to DR uh, to have a BBL and Tommy Tuck um, surgeries. Now, she passed away there. Um, her and her friend, one of her longtime friends, they went there. And her friend said that she noticed that um, Shakara wasn't um, recovering, you know, that she wouldn't go leave the bed when they were there, wouldn't go down from the hotel, go something to eat, things like that. And so um, she was hospitalized, but she was told that she was fine, she just needed, you know, to be sedated to heal from the surgery by the um, hospital st staff. But then when she went to go see her, she saw all these tubes and things down her, and she was, she couldn't believe it, you know, like what happened? Um, so she reached out to the girl's family who tried their best to get the body, even to get her home, she wasn't passing at this point, to get her home and she ended up passing away. And so now they're trying to find answers, but the hospital is not saying too much about it because they're saying they want to have respect um, uh, Shakara Terry who passed away. Um, well, Neil, why was this story important to you? So as a black woman, um, we already have issues uh, with the healthcare system in the United States, but I would rather be here and try to get the care I need than to be somewhere um, in another country where theirs is not as, ex as ex extensive as ours is. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of our women pick this option because it's cheaper. Yeah. And there are, there are already risks associated with any kind of surgery, period. Mm -hmm. But you take an even bigger risk when you leave your home and fly clear across the country to deal with people you don't know. And you don't know if you're gonna come back. Yeah. And in this instance, she ain't come back. And mm -hmm. all for what? Because nine times out of 10, women are out here augmenting their bodies, not for them but because of all the stuff that is shoved down our throats on social media on a constant basis and what people are telling you how you should be and how you should look and how this is going to help you get a man if you got this big old behind and this small waist and everybody out here looking the same, but your mental is messed up. And this is such an important story. And I joke a lot about wanting to get liposuction and stuff like that. But let me tell you something. I ever get the money to give me some light puff, it's gonna be here. Even yeah. though my boyfriend will never let me do it, but it's gonna be here. 
and I'm going to research and, you know what I mean, and do and do my due diligence because you really can't research those doctors in those other countries. You're mm-hmm. only going by how many people said that they got their work done or the pit. Nine times out of 10, they looking on pictures on Instagram. Oh, his pictures look good. His before and after look good. I see it. I see it. Mm-hmm. And it's so frustrating because she's not the only one. Yeah. Because then you still got to worry about maintaining that. So guess what? Even though her friend just died, the girl that went with her, when she going to need some maintenance, guess where she going to go? Because she said it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. I made out okay. I just saw another another lady go through something, issues that she had from surgery. She flew right back over wherever to get it fixed. Mm. I just don't, I don't understand like... Mm. I just don't understand. I, this is way, this is way bigger than this, than this forum right here. Yeah. And it really needs to be addressed because if there's a Dove commercial that touches on our, our, our little girls seeing this constant barrage of yes. you got to look like this. You got to fit this mold. It got to be this way, your hair, your skin, whatever. Like you're not pretty. You're not beautiful. I've heard that enough in my life, but I'll be damned. If I, if I, if I, oh man, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. Because uh, Nicki Minaj, she said in a recent interview that she felt the pressure um, from Will Wayne and what not saying they told her to do it, but the way they would talk about women, their bodies, things like that. She felt that she needed to get a BBL, BBL surgery, have that done. But there was also this um, surgeon. He said, that's one of the most um, dangerous surgeries to it have is. because it, you go the wrong way and you can cut an artery. Yeah, you know, um, and people people do die from that. And then you have people, women that are um, they can't afford it all together, and so they're uh, um, having done in hotel rooms by people that are not even doctors and things like that. That's somebody putting cement in your ass, cement. like you, that is, is something mentally wrong with you if you think that that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesus. Adam, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, no, I agree. It's 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 truly tragic and. I don't think I could put it any better than Linnea has said yeah. it. I mean, she, she put it perfectly. And uh, all I could say is I agree with what Linnea said a hundred percent. This is the truth mm-hmm. and uh, very well put Linnea. This is definitely something. And like you said, the awareness, uh, all we can do right now is bring that awareness yes. so we can at least get the conversation going and let people realize that uh, tragic things like this don't have to happen. Mm-hmm. 31 with a two-year-old, you know. The baby. And mm-hmm. and I and, and and they're looking at people like Nicki Minaj. And of course, Kim Kardashian is never going to admit it, but we all know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like y'all ain't natural. Her, Chloe, Nicki Minaj, like y'all not natural, but then y'all come out and it's like, oh, I love me. Even Cardi B, like, I love me, dot dot dot. But you're still projecting the image. And part of that image, you decided to take on that because you wanted to get to a certain place in your career. So what yeah. was more important? You signed you signed a deal with the devil, for real, for real. Because mm-hmm. you got to maintain that for the rest of your life. And they got it when they were young. They were, like, it's different. You know, older women get some work done. They were young when they started these surgeries. And now you put yourself in a position when you get older, you're going to look like you really had. So mm-hmm. I love Lil' Kim. 
you can't even tell who she is now based off of who she was. And I thought she was beautiful back in the day. Little Kim was beautiful to me because I saw, I saw me just looking at her, not, not the, not the half nakedness, but just seeing her. I thought she was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, I could have swore like before any kind of surgery, you supposed to get some sort of psychological, whatever, whatever. I guess they did away with that. Yeah. Well, Kay Michelle, she has the whole show um, about the botched surgeries. Remember, she almost died. She mm-hmm. had had like 30-some surgeries to reverse what was killing her from the uh, procedure she had done. So people need to really do their research, you know, do your research for sure. sure. Mm. But uh, our thoughts, prayers are definitely with that family. All right, last story. So a Greenbelt City Police, um, they're investigating a bizarre squat incident. Two roommates returned uh, to their Maryland apartment after a week-long vacation to find nearly all of their belongings were gone and two strangers sleeping in one of their beds. The resident, uh, the residents reported to the police that after entering the apartment, they found two suspects, a man and a woman, sleeping in one of their beds. The suspects told the residents they took all their property and the report became aggressive with the victims tapping one before eventually fleeing the scene. He tackles me. I'm like, sir, this is my home. You're not gonna, you're not gonna leave. He's like, no. I'm just saying, you're not gonna, you're gonna call the police. I'm not gonna give you your apartment. You're just gonna call the police. So Greenbelt City Police say that they are aware of this uh, situation and they have patrol uh, officers patrolling the area. They said, I just couldn't believe that this was happening to me. I see it on TV. One victim explained to Fox Five. They really took my over my apartment. I was just trying to remain calm, but at the same time, I couldn't believe that this was happening to me. I come home and literally two people are in my bed relaxing. Adam, <laughs> now that's up in your neck of the woods. <laughs> um, um, what do you think about? Just imagine you and Abby coming home and people just in your. Yeah, it, it's it's one of those like surreal things, and I could see why they were like shocked and like yeah. wondering how do I respond to this situation that you think like this is like out of a sitcom or something. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think I would be very surprised too. And I mean, it's crazy, and mm-hmm. I know housing prices are going out of control, but this is <laughs> this is wild. That like yeah, I mean that's yeah i don't yeah i'm glad like hopefully i'm glad they're safe and everything like that but yeah i I don't know how i'd respond to that yeah so with the way my life is set up right now i will say this i agree with adam in regards to i'm I'm gonna be shocked in the beginning (laughs) and then what happens is i'm going to move very, very slowly to where my gun is. And then I'm going to commit to busting the cap in somebody's ass because it's going to be stand your ground in my apartment, period. And and, and I saw some of the video and in the video, the dude was like, oh, I'm going to tell you how I got in. (laughs) I'm going to tell you how I got in. I was over here and you see what happened over here with this window. And like, she was too... she was too calm for me and these people was in your crib because it, it should have been things happen simultaneously. It should it should have been like, mother, right. you better, <laughs> it should have been a couple things. Y'all better come because I'm about to start shooting people in their act. Like, it should have been a couple. It should have been yeah. some hair pull. It should have been a few 
more simultaneously while that was going down. Uh, so I don't know, you know, God bless her for having the patience of Job. Because I know we always talk about, you never know what you're going to do in that situation, but you're in my space. You're yeah. invading my space. That's the worst thing that you can do. I always say to people, um, get you some video cameras, put them in your crib, make sure you got your notifications turned on because when you do go away, you yeah. don't know. Like, I don't even like maintenance in my apartment mm-hmm. without me knowing. I just had to cuss out my um, rental office because yeah. they had to come in here without me. You're supposed to notify me. Yeah. yeah. Because if something come up missing, guess who won't have a problem? Mm-hmm. So I had to cuss them out via email and telephone. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just and this actually happens a lot. Like I, I saw a story, I can't remember all the specifics, but this uh, uh, person had squatted in someone's home and because of the state law, they couldn't put the person out. Were they in California? It might've been California. Cause California, it, for some reason, squatters are so protected yes. in California. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Like it's so, yeah. it, it, this is why I don't like, I, I don't like living on first floors of apartments yeah, because they are easier to get into mm-hmm. yeah. especially depending on the window on the area where you are unless mm-hmm. you got some bars on your stuff and you shouldn't have to live like that but California's right. laws for squatters it's like squatters have the best rights mm-hmm. I've seen people mm-hmm. go in people's houses in California and they be like oh we live here we ain't leaving uh-huh. and, and this know? person was eating the food making sandwiches uh-huh. chilling <laughs> yeah chilling it's an Airbnb style, yeah. Right, right. Without the without the paying for it. Yeah, exactly. It's a trial. Short term stay. And you know, I watch. Well, you know, the Julia Teller watching those uh, crime uh, shows, or whatever. There was mm-hmm. something on Netflix. This woman, she had met this guy, um, and um, well, he was renting a room out of her uh, her apartment, and um, he refused to leave. He started moving furniture, moving chairs into his room. <laughs> And she asked, can you please leave? No, I'm not leaving. I'm not going anywhere. It took yeah. her like four years to get him out of her apartment. That's wild. But I, how do you, like, I don't even understand how do, how do they even have rights like that to yeah. where I'm paying either a rent or a mortgage and somebody decided to come commandeer my mm-hmm. place of residence and I can't get I gotta fight and pay money to they get them out. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Somebody gonna die. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Adam and Lydia, thank you both for hot topics. Uh let me you have something? I'm sorry. Oh, oh no, I'm wait, I'm waiting to you to finish. Okay, thanks for hot topics. Adam, I'll see you in movie views. When we come back, our interview with Joy Starr. Right back after this. I do have something to say, though. Wondering where 
Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Our next guest is a singer-songwriter who recently released the Alive Acoustic Rendition for latest smash single, Love Story. Please help me welcome the very talented Joy Star. Welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? Good, and yourself? I'm grateful. How you? I'm just happy to be breathing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, listen, I know that you're uh, Warren Campbell's younger sister, and... Um, uh, which we all know how great he is. So we'll go down that list. But did you watch the verses with uh, Mary Mary versus BB and CC? I did. I was actually there. Mm-hmm. It was, was super it? crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody it was, was going cool. crazy. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know that you have a lot of blood, a music, musical blood pulling through, your, uh, through your, your veins and everything. Tell us how you got your start. Um, well, I've been singing since I, well, since before I could even talk. Yeah. Um, church is where I got my start. Yes. And, um, I think naturally it progressed from there. My mom was definitely our momager, you know, starting Mm -hmm. out taking us all over LA from church to church every single Sunday. So that's how I got my start. Yeah, yeah. And how did you determine what genre you wanted to do? Because were you did you feel pressured to go into gospel or how did you um, determine your genre? I did feel pressure to go into gospel just because of um, you know, the core of our 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 faith, you know, our beliefs. Right. Um, and my parents, my father being a pastor, just thinking that they would, you know, um judge me or whatever, but um I think naturally growing up in church, you think that you will be judged if you sing anything other than, you know, gospel or what's considered gospel. But what I consider my music is inspirational yeah. um, R&B yeah. um, because God is love. Right. So exactly. what, what else am I singing about? Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. Absolutely. So. we've had a lot of artists who, you know, they may not uh, they sing secular music, but it's not necessarily like in the gutter it's just about love and like you said yeah um, yeah yeah you were handpicked to tour with the Kanye West yeah so when you got that call how was that what were your emotions your feelings that was a that was crazy that was absolutely a, a prayer answered and a dream come true yeah um it was like that was like my college you know like learning hands-on in my face what it was being on tour and being in the music industry and mm-hmm. just um learning how to market yourself as a as an artist because even though he was with a major label he functioned as an independent artist so I learned so much I'm an independent artist mm-hmm. so you know being an independent artist you have to really pretty much figure it out or yeah. try, you know, as much as possible. So I learned a whole lot. It was amazing that experience. Absolutely. Now you're a wonderful songwriter. Thank you. you no. Know. Um tell us about your songwriting. What is your technique? Because I know everyone has their own. Like where do you pull from? Because you've written for Chris Brown, Mary J, Kelly Price, Estelle, Big Soul Child, just name a few. Mary, we got throw a Mary Mary. Um, what's your style? I mean, what is your process when it comes to songwriting? Um, my process is to connect with the producer first and what yeah. they're expressing through their music. Mm-hmm. I try not to be overly aggressive or too overbearing with my ideas. 
right. I try to, to match what's going on musically and uh -huh. just connect there and um, and see what the music is speaking to me and and voila, here comes the song, basically. <laughs> so when you're writing, like, do you have a, a, a artist in mind when you're writing or is it you're just writing a song or do you say, oh, this Chris Brown's gonna love this song or Mary Mary's gonna love this song or is it, oh, this is a song for me? Um, in most cases there, when I'm writing for an artist, I'm actually there either with the artist or, okay. you know, I know, I already know that it's mm -hmm. for that particular artist. But if it's a situation where, you know, I'm just organically writing something, a lot of times I don't know who the song is for right away. Mm -hmm. and, um, and But then sometimes when I hear the melody of the music or the energy and I start coming up with, you know, like the hook or whatever, I know right away. So it's just, it depends. It depends. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, most of the time I'm just expressing and just writing. So I don't really know. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, it comes to your own music because, you know, now you're very focused on your music. Um, you've yes. been singing forever, but you're very so, so focused on your music. Uh, has it changed um, your, your style when it comes to creating music for yourself? Because, you know, this is going to be for my project. Has that changed that process for you? Yes, I think my process has evolved. Um, it, it definitely has more of a focal point. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm writing, you know, just focused on what I want to say and how mm -hmm. I want to express and um, what I think is important to say, mm -hmm. what I think, you know, I don't really have to say anymore, you know, because, yeah. yeah. because, you know, when you come under the umbrella of being an R&B singer and everything, mm -hmm. it's usually about love and about being heartbroken and, oh my God, they left and, you know, it's yeah, always yeah. that. I am doing my best to have a different narrative, you know, to, to just change that narrative just a little bit. I know we all have those moments of heartbreak and all that, but love is not just about loving someone else. It's mm -hmm. also about the journey of loving yourself. Like, what about that? Mm -hmm. You know, so my music is more geared toward, you know, loving yourself in a relate in and out of a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you're not listening to your own music or creating your own music, who are you listening to? I'm actually listening to um, a lot of Christian music. Yeah. I love, I love, love, love CCM. I love listening to um, ambient music. Mm -hmm. I love listening to um, meditation music. Like anything that sounds like I'm in a spa. Yeah. Anything that sounds like I'm, you know, getting away from what life is, you know, yeah. just the craziness of it all. That's what I listen to. Yes. Well, you came up with a single love story, which I love. We play it on the show all the time. Thank you. But then you went and recorded the live acoustic rendition. Well, well tell us how that all happened. Um, well, it, it basically, um, it was talked about. It was, it was a suggestion, like, you know, what do you think about doing an acoustic version. I'm like, I don't, I love acoustic guitar. Yeah. I don't really do um, a lot of it. I, I would love to do more of it. So any opportunity to do something different and just musical and, uh, you know, expressing that way, it was just, I, I just jumped on it. So yeah, it was a suggestion and, and I just did it and it came out pretty good. I like it a lot. 
came out. I, I hope it came out pretty good. <laughs> it came out amazing. Do you feel like when you're doing something like that was, you know, acoustic sound or stripped down, it, do you feel more vulnerable when you're performing that way? I do. I yeah. feel like it's um, it's the most stripped down you could get. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's different yeah. than being in a studio. Yeah. It's different than having a, a band because you have all those different energies and people to play yeah. off of. Yeah. And you and the guitarist and you just you know just it's just your voice as the other instrument it's um super super you got to be super vulnerable to like really really get that sound out the right way mm-hmm. and not be shy because it's yeah. just your voice and the guitar you know uh-huh. what i'm saying uh-huh. yeah. yeah how do you want your fans because you have a lot of them <laughs> how do you want them to know you as an artist like what do you want them to know about you as an artist I want my fans to know that I am the type of person that um forgets to not forgive mm. you know mm. um a lot of times when we go through situations in life um not just breakups and relationships of the opposite sex but friendship breakups and all that sometimes we really hold grudges really bad I used to hold grudges really really bad when I was younger and I realized when I got older that it didn't really serve me or not really it didn't serve me at all as just a human being you know it took more energy actually to be hateful and to hold on to a negative emotion than it did for me to just let it go. So I want my fans to know that I am a forgiving person and I hope that they can learn to forgive because there's healing and forgiveness. Absolutely. What's your zodiac sign? I am at, this is gonna sound really nerdy, but I'm an Aries with a Pisces moon. So you're a March, you're a March Aries? No, I'm I'm actually an April Aries. Abraries, okay. Yes, but I'm I'm fire and water. I I don't go too much, you know, into it. Right, right, right. <laughs> there is some truth to it, but yeah, I'm I'm fire and water. So okay, okay. Well, not only are you passionate about your music, but you're also passionate about your acting. Yes. Tell us about some, what you got going on. Well, I did a movie. It's called Strive. Mm-hmm. Um, I starred in it. About my first time ever it was amazing. I starred opposite yes. of the amazing Danny Glover. Glover um, yes. I played uh, Kalani. Mm-hmm. She is a high school student who is trying to decide where she wants to go to college. And she has her sights set on Gail. And um, she's just trying to make it out of her neighborhood in Harlem um, and make it to what is her Strivers Row okay. in New York. Um, Strivers Row is an affluent neighborhood where a street where affluent neighborhood is and mm-hmm. so um yeah i had to move to new york and uh live in harlem and uh really dive into that that character it was super amazing and i'd love to do it again what did you learn working alongside danny glover oh i learned to stay on top of my shit yes because <laughs> he literally came in and did not know his lines at all sat down at a table, had me come in with him, go over the lines with him, run, we ran through it 
one and a half times. And this man knew all of his lines. Oh, I, I, it was it was amazing. It was amazing. He had a full on monologue. Wow. Like, you know, wow. I was floored. So, so yeah, like stay super professional and on point and prepared because you're going to run into somebody like a Danny Glover who's going to sit there 30 seconds with you. Right. <laughs> well, <we're 30> <laughs> What would be your dream role? Do, do, you, do you know what that looks like? Yes, my dream role was to, to be able to play um, Cleopatra's daughter, Let's who, you know, like a timepiece. Uh-huh. And then I can, you know, start there in the movie and then graduate to being queen of Egypt. You know, that will be yes. amazing. Yes, it's going to happen. It's going to happen for sure. <laughs> Tell everyone where they keep up with every, all the wonderful things you have going on. All the wonderful things going on with me. You can keep up with me on Instagram. That's where I pretty much chill. Yeah. I-G-J-O-I-S-T-A-R-R. Um, if you see me on Facebook, it's because I'm just sending it to Facebook from my Instagram. I'm <laughs> not really on Facebook. Because people be like, yeah, I saw you on Facebook. I was trying to talk to you. Yeah, I, I don't no go to um, ig go to ig just go to ig just just go to ig and find me there um you can download my music anywhere where music can be downloaded mm-hmm. um yeah check me out on spotify download all my music on insta on itunes yeah um and watch my video let me know what y'all think and yeah are you working on the full project i am okay i when am do you know when that'll be coming out I do not right now. We're putting out singles. Um, okay. We're working on that. I have literally over 200 songs that I've written. So that's going to be a situation. We're just now getting all the songs together to listen to everything. And at the same time, I'm still writing. Yeah. So we're going to see how that, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. You have one of those Chris Brown albums of 45 songs. <laughs> no. No, I don't know. No more than I, I, I highly doubt there'll be more more than 12. So that's yeah. a lot of songs to try to. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know it's gonna be amazing. But listen, our thanks goes out to Joy Star for joining us tonight. Her single Love Story is available wherever you buy your music. And for more information, go to our website as well, the Stephen Show.com, and we will be right back. Thank you. For a minute, mm-hmm. now cleaning up today, I found a picture about around the time when we first met, and I started to reminisce about where we've been, what we've been through, and where we at. Yeah, one year, four months, three weeks, two days, an hour, thirty seconds of each other, getting to know each other, loving each other. Going through things with each other And you've been right there for me Through everything, everything, baby And it ain't been easy, uh-uh Nothing in life comes easy, see now But if we work it out, I know No doubt we'll be where we're trying to be So let's make a deal yeah, If you stay true, I'll stay down for real, don't let nobody or nothing 
between us And we'll be like Romeo, Juliet, Bonnie and Clyde You and me, a love story Baby, I appreciate you, yeah And everything you do for me, my baby I'll do anything in this whole world for you But sometimes it's so hard to just be with you, baby Cause all my friends talking about this and that What he doing, where he at, and why he ain't called you back But I don't care, cause I know where your heart is And we know what this is And it don't matter if they understand it Cause we ain't going nowhere Let's make a deal If you stay true, I'll stay down for real Don't let nobody or nothing come in between us And we'll be like Romeo, Juliet, Bonnie and Clyde, you and me
Parker, and you're listening to the Stevie Knight Show. Welcome back to the Stevie Knight Show. TK is out, but Adam is holding it down. Movie reviews, what's going on? Uh, not much, Stephen. You know, just uh, doing hot topics, doing other things. Yeah, we're working you today, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm really earning that paycheck. <laughs> right, right. How's uh, DC? Uh, DC's good. Uh, warmer, but kind of cold still, but today's good. Uh, I, th- I think we're finally out of the, the woods, but we had some rain yesterday and um, yeah, it's just like, it feels like people are out and about. I was actually yeah. uh, hanging out with some friends Saturday night and I got home around midnight. And my neighborhood was packed and people really? all over the place. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it's a busy neighborhood anyway. Uh, and they have like the jumbo slice place, like on the corner where, you know, you go after you go to the clubs mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah. I'm walking by there and people lined up. I'm like, what, what is going on? And then I realized it's like midnight and yeah, it's, it's like. Well, you, you know, they're, they're, they're concerned that um, this summer we're going to see a wave of um, COVID go up because they said after six months, that's when people's immunity kind of goes down, even vaccinated. But um, they said we should start preparing for it now because it happened in 2020, it happened in 2021 and they're sure it's going to happen in 2022. Yeah, I remember we there was those that brief happy days period before Delta came around and like kind of shut yeah. everything down again. So um, yeah, yeah, I'm uh, well, you know, I had it, uh, so I'm I'm fine for a few months. But I think once that extra booster comes around, we're we're gonna get that, so we don't have to deal with all this mess again. Yeah, and that's why I got it because I remember I had gone to St. Thomas for my birthday and just being out, missing being out around people. You know, I was like, but yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Hopefully that won't happen. <laughs> Hopefully that won't exactly. Happen. <laughs> All right. Well, what did you uh, see? So I saw The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Uh, this is a movie I didn't really know anything about until probably a day or two before I watched it. And for anyone unaware, this is the latest Nicolas Cage movie where he stars himself. So uh, it stars Nick Cage, uh, Pedro Pascal, and Tiffany Haddish. And the plot is simple that Nicolas Cage is having trouble finding work uh, in projects as an actor. He gets offered to spend a weekend at this uh, rich person's house in Spain for a million dollars. So he decides to take the job and just do it, even though he thinks it's beneath him. And he has a good time with this person. And at that point, that's when the CIA reach out to him and tell him that this person's actually a powerful crime lord. 
and oh. they need his help to take him down to get some information and find uh, this this kidnapped girl that's that they took to help sway an election. And so now he's kind of going on this mission to find out what's going on. But he also really likes the person. The person's played by Pedro Pascal. And he's like, he, he's, he's torn because the guy wants to make a movie. And this is exactly what Nick wants to do. Uh, so they, they, it kind of goes along in that route of what happens when you're a celebrity that's got to do this. And uh, I... I, I so I like Nick Cage just fine. I've never fallen into that whole like cultural zeitgeist or the meanness of him in the past ten years. You know, you see all the stuff, how crazy and all this weird stuff. I never really, I never followed it, never bothered to follow it. Right. Uh, that being said, though, this movie was great. I thought it was hilarious. It has some good moments. There's really good back and forth between the the characters. Uh, it doesn't take itself seriously. It's mm. under two hours. Um, so it hits all the high marks. So I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, if you're looking for a fun, easy action comedy, this is uh, definitely one to check out. You're, you'll have a good time. You won't have to worry about, you know, this is not a deep movie. This is not an overthinking movie. This is just yeah. a movie to sit back and enjoy the ride. So mm. highly recommend. Nice, nice. Anything else? Not yet. So, uh, you know, as we were just saying, you know, the weather's good. So we've been spending a lot more time yeah. outside. So I haven't had a chance to, but I have items on my list. Russian Doll Season 2 is out. Uh, really want to watch that. Uh, my wife watched, and I don't know, did you ever watch that American Impeachment or the American Crime Story, the impeachment yes. series? My wife finished that recently. She said it was really great. Really? Uh, yeah, so she highly recommends it. So I'll recommend and Monica it. Monica was part of that, um, was part of that. She, she didn't have control over what was told, but she was part of the development of that. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard it was just like, it's so good how realistic they got mm -hmm. everything and recreated everything. So, yes. uh, and of course, great acting. So I do want to check that out. Um, and yeah, those are kind of what's on my list right now once I get a chance to, uh, you know, settle down and not go out all the time. Right, party on. But yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I had time to watch stuff because I couldn't walk, but now I can't think of it. <laughs> um, first ladies, I'm still watching. I haven't, I didn't watch um, yesterday's episode yet, but I watched that this week. Winning Time, such a great, that's such mm -hmm. a great, 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 great um, show. Like, this is great. I love it. Um, the girl from uh, Plainsville, I believe I have one more episode left coming up on that one. Because it comes each week, so I think mm -hmm. this is um grace and frankie you know there was this the final season for them um jane fonda and um willie Tomlin. um this show is just so well written it's, mm -hmm. it's so funny so i'll give a little spoiler so um frankie she she one of her one of their friends goes missing and so she um decides to go see a uh uh what's it called crystal ball Oh, like a fortune teller or whatever. Yeah, just find out where the friend is. <laughs> so she finds out where the friend is. And so um, stuff happens. And she, she, the fortune teller, I'm telling her that she's going to be, she's going to die in three months. And, uh, and, um, and Grace is like, oh, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. And she actually gives Grace anxiety because she's trying to figure out how she's going to die. She assumes that. She said, well, now I can't have any health issues or anything like that. She went to the doctor, got a full bill of health. And so she said, well, that just means one thing. Someone's going to murder me. So, 
puts together this board of, of who the suspects could be. That's Ray awesome. Said, Ray said, "Why well, I'm on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, it's, it's hilarious. I mean. Yeah. It's it's got to be one of Netflix's best shows. Like it is. I mean, one of streaming's best shows. It's just so well made. In their eighties, I know, right? They've still got it though. Yes. When she she had that board, (laughs) who's gonna murder her? So then she convinced herself it's some guy that she dated, who I guess she did him wrong, and he's the only one that she can think of that hates her. So she reaches out to him to invite him over to get the rest of his stuff. Which really is nothing, but it's her case to her phone, to her um, glasses. He said that's yours. He said he's, She said, "Listen, I, I don't want you to hate me. And I don't want you." To, he said, "I don't hate you. I just don't like you." And so, but why don't you like? You supposed to make up, you know? It's just it's just hilarious. I'm sorry, I, I can't explain, but it's hilarious. Yeah. But so he ends up leaving, still not liking her, but he said he doesn't hate her, and so she's just trying to figure it out. But the, there is a sad turn. Um, well, don't spoil it. Which one? Great Grace is Grace is the guy who plays her husband, Martin. Martin um, Sheen. He, he he starts having um dementia dementia related issues. Mm. And you can just see how they start noticing it, you know, and you know, just seeing how, you know, as you get older, certain things happen. But um, but it ends on a good, it ends on a good um, you know, note. And apparently they have, although this show is done. They have two movies coming out that they're starring in. Oh together. wow! Um, what else? Oh, Woke season two. So I saw Woke. I think that was during the pandemic when season one came out mm-hmm. um, on Hulu, and I watched it literally while I was at the gym. I just I had it up, and so um, I saw I saw the main character interviewing, promoting the new season. So I watched that um, Thursday. Most most of it Thursday. I have one more episode left. Really good. Really good really good so we have good stuff out there but like you said the streets about to call it's, it's summertime i mean it's spring summer you know it's time to uh yeah yeah you know uh i mean netflix losing users i mean that's that people just want to be outside you know that's yeah. you know we talked about a little bit last week but yeah this is just it's time you know we got the two years of watching non-stop shows let's uh yeah. let's, let's take a break well I don't talk much about reality TV, but I do watch a lot of it because we have a lot of guests on there sometimes. But Real Housewives of Atlanta is back. Um, I've been watching, um, which is I want to say Blind or Married yeah. at First Sight. Oh, no, it's um, Bad Boys Club. You know they had the Bad Girls Club for years, but the girls they get in the house and all they do is fight. Well, <laughs> this is the first year they're doing it with guys. I didn't watch the Bad Girls Club when it came out, but I remember it. And so one of the girls who was big on that show, she's actually kind of hosting the guys in this home in LA. But um, it's all it is, is drama, fighting. I'm thinking, I couldn't be in that house. I couldn't do it. Oh, I mean, no. Like, what? Because it's, it's almost to the point you feel like this whole thing is just staged. It is. <laughs> like, like, yeah, you know, yeah, the only content is the dramatic content. And so you got to have it and you got to force it sometimes. But a lot of times, like, they'll run up on each other, fight, and they never even connect. You know what I mean? Like it almost seems like a parody. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's on there. Um, Candy, you know, she's on Housewives of Atlanta. She actually has a spinoff show called Candy and the Gang, which pretty much highlights her employees at her restaurant. Um, because she has multiple restaurants here in Atlanta and um her family. That show, I didn't think I was gonna like it. It's actually so I'm like, okay, 
actually like these people. You know, they seem like everyday people. You just, you mm-hmm. know, um, her aunts are the her mom and her and her mom's two sisters. They're in their eighties and seventies. Um, people love them because her aunt Bertha says exactly what's on her mind. <laughs> exactly what's on her mind. But um, it's, it's a good show. So Caddy, she says she has because she's about to be back on The Shy. She says mm-hmm. she's gonna have three shows out on TV between Wow Atlanta, Caddy Gang, and The Shy. So congratulations to her doing her thing. That's also yeah. So I, I assume I don't watch any of the housewives, but Atlanta has to be one of the best ones, right? Of the highly rated, one of the highest rated especially ones, especially because you live here too. You know, if you, if you lived here, like mm-hmm. you and um, so you see places. But I think for me, um, the way the reason why I started watching the show back in the day was because one of my old coworkers, she she was Candy's business per- partner. I don't know if they still do business, but they were, and so. I don't want to tell her story, but she ended up going to work back with Candy. And so Candy, when she started her boutique out here, she was always at the store and she would invite us to events. So we, you would see them filming and taping. And you saw how staged a lot of it is. But uh, but um, but you would see them <laughs> filming and things like that. And so that's why, you know, when you meet the people like, oh, I want to see what they're doing on the show. That's why I started watching it. And then we've had, um, I don't know if we had anyone from that show on there. No, but anyway. Yeah, well, the show's been on since 2008, so that's yeah. a long time to be on a show, right? Well, they mixed it up. They have, um, they brought, they have, um, I can't think of her name, but she is Olympian. She's on there this season. But the only thing I don't see, I, I wonder how I'd be on reality TV when you watch things back, because there's a couple on there, Drew and her husband, I can't think of his name. Now, Drew is an actress, so she's been in stuff, you know, mm-hmm. but if cheating on me was cheating on me, I'm like, it's like there. Like, it's there in your face. You know I mean, he can make all the excuses he wants. It's there in your face. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, and she's like, I mean, he's putting forth the work in therapy. He's still cheating. But <laughs> Yeah, that's got to be like her Her PR rep said, here's what you need to say to keep the yeah. show or keep keep the clicks. Or, you know, there, there's got to be something behind the scenes. Because, well, yeah, that's just not too realistic. That's not realistic at all, right? We hired a, um, uh, uh, assistant, an assistant, this woman, and she saw, and his wife, Drew, she saw in his phone where the assistant offered to come give him a massage because his back was hurting. And then, so allegedly he fires her. You know, first of all, he can't, he still can't describe when he left, he left for like a weekend and didn't tell her where she was going and finally told her he went to Florida to clear his mind. And she still doesn't know about that. And she brought that up, you know, on yesterday's show. But anyway, so let go of the um, assistant, but yet she still sees texts and calls and it's like. Yeah, no, that makes sense. No, it doesn't. Anyway, anything coming on the pipeline? Anything else? Yeah, so the big one, of course, uh, and Chike is well aware, uh, the Doctor Strange multiverse movie, latest yeah. Marvel movie. That comes out this weekend. It's kind of the, I think it's the unofficial kickoff for the summer movie uh, mm. blockbuster series. So that's the big one. I think it's going to be kind of the one to talk about. Hopefully it's good. I don't know if I'll get a chance to watch it immediately, but yeah. that's the main thing for me, you know, besides that, uh, there's a couple, there's a couple other things. I don't know if you're a Bob's Burgers fan or if you like the animated shows, but they made a movie for that. So that comes out mm. later this month as well. Uh, and then a few other things. Um, I watched the Batman a couple weeks ago. How'd you like it? First of all, long. 
it was too long. Like I thought this this was the main scene, you know, where the movie's about to end. No, we still got thirty more minutes to go. <laughs> that so, and you know, there's theories out there that like they finished, like they caught they caught the Riddler, and then like remember the drive, the action scene running under the cars. Oh yeah, yeah. You thought that was the end? Close. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. No, you were yeah, you were you were in a you were in for a shock because there was still like another hour left, I think. Yeah, and I came back the next day and watched the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll say this. I liked it. It was basically like like I said, true detective or like a detective movie with Batman in it. Mm. Uh but it is long, but if you think of it of if you were to watch like three hour long episodes of a series yeah. or like six episodes of a series which people do anyway, then right. you just have to think of it like that, you know, pace yourself and you can, uh, and you'll still enjoy it. I fell, fell asleep, woke up, they're still fighting. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, is this the same movie? <laughs> and it was. <laughs> it was. Well, listen, thank you as always. Let us know what to spend our time, money on, what not. Have a great week. We'll talk again next uh, Monday. All right. Thank you. All right. Right back after this. God has a funny way of showing you lessons. Remix featuring Kevin Ross, Raheem Devon, and Anthony Hamilton. God has a funny way of showing what it's meant to be. Had to learn everything I was meant to see wasn't meant for me. Yes, I had to fall many times. Fall in love. Cause all them bruises made me strong enough to see you, see who you are. Before I just played too many games to see this blessing in front of me. Thank God he opened up my eyes. Now I'm being alive. Everyone that let me down, let me to you. Oh, baby, all the sleepless nights, all the heartbreak I had, let me to you. Cause if I never in time it's a blessing and I waited for more day running round I wanna miss this mm-hmm. I no the heart of the woman that you are surely shine through shine through you God The love I lost, it was barely just a blemish. Oh, oh, oh. Now that life led me to you, God intended this. Now I feel your life. Everyone that let me down led me to you. Oh, baby, all them sleepless nights. And if I never went through it, I would never find a love like you.
like a rolling stone Temptation song Papa was a rolling stone Running a fast lane Never looking back Just always moving on I kept it moving on Till you came and Only made for the thorough checklist. checklist. Every wrong turn showed me there's a clear direction. I had to let it go and let God do. If it was up to me, I would've never knew this magic. Best thing happened to me. Life's fast, but with you in my past, and you see, no losses. We just live and learn. And though I can't say every love affair was perfect. Y'all, it's the First Lady Faith Evans, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show.
Welcome back to the Stephen A. Show. Now it's time to highlight our Black-owned business. We have Kid Swag. It says, you can find little of everything for kids and babies at the shop. Backpacks, fashion dolls, notebooks, stationery, and toys. But the Super Me line is the cutest because every kid needs to see themselves as a hero. New moms, they also come and uh, come printed on body on bodysuits. So check them out again. It's called Kid Swag. I want to thank Joy Star for joining us tonight. Have a great weekend to all the mothers out there. Have a great Mother's Day. See you next Monday. Good night.